coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas, in the beautiful Appleby Business Center Studios. It's time for Northwest Arkansas Business Radio with Adam Robison. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Adam Robison, and I am your host for this episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio, a time where we get together and we just begin to talk about the superpowers of businesses and those business owners and, and professionals that, that make our life happen. And today we have one of those superheroes right here in studio with us. I'm so pleased to have Dr. Blair Masters with us. Uh, Dr. Masters is an esteemed chiropractor and acupuncturist with a rich family legacy in medical health or in, in healthcare rather, and as a third generation chiropractor, he's inherited a deep understanding and appreciation for natural healing methods. Dr. Masters, welcome to Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. Why don't you say hello to our audience and tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I really appreciate you uh, allowing me to come on your podcast for sure. This is uh, oh, already our been a lot of fun. Yes, here. thank you. Even though we just got started. Right. Um, I've been in practice here in Northwest Arkansas for 35 years, uh, and our office is called Arkansas Physical Health and Rehab. Um, I have a number of associates who work with me, and, and we kind of take a real holistic approach. We're chiropractors, but um, we have acupuncturists on staff, mm -hmm. and, and we deal a lot with nutrition um, and detoxification and, and vitamins. So we take try to take a real holistic approach to our patients' health problems All right. and found we get better results when we do that, for sure. Well, I, I am a big proponent of holistic medicine. My wife is as well, uh, but it wasn't really anything I learned about until just these last few years. And what I learned in learning more about holistic medicine was it really broadened my definition for what it means to be healthy. And oh, so yeah. I'm curious from your point of view, what does it mean to be healthy? You know, a lot of people feel, oh, well, I'm not having any pain. I, I feel okay. I, I feel fine. You know, so they base their health on how they're feeling. Um, but, you know, the first symptom of a heart attack in about 50% of cases is death. Um, mm. So, you know, My that's goodness. not a great approach to finding out whether you're healthy or not. Right. So, um, they, uh, I think it's Webster's Dictionary, defines health as a state of optimal, and that word's okay. important, mm -hmm. optimal physical, mental, and social well-being, and not just the absence of disease. Hmm. So it's a situation where you can't really judge it on like, well, I don't have any diagnosed problems, so I must be healthy, or I don't have any pain, so I must be healthy. You've got to really kind of step back and take a look at how your body's functioning. Uh, and there's a lot of parameters to that, you know, any, all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. how, how do I do when I consume food? You know, am I all the, all the way from the beginning to the end? Am I in a situation where I have stomach problems after I consume food? Um, do I have abdominal pain when I, when I have problem, when I eat, um, you know, am I going to the bathroom regularly? Just kind of, those are all things that you should be seeing sure. in a healthy body. Sure. And then the same sort of thing with, you know, exercise or how's your body functioning? Mm -hmm. What is it, is it doing what you want it to do? And this isn't a great way to look at health either, because some people set the bar pretty low, you know, you know, I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. I'm not asking my body to do too much, there, sure. you know? Sure. Um, but if you're challenging your body 
on a regular basis and it's stepping up to the task, mm-hmm. then okay, you can say, yeah, you're you're healthy. Um, I think one great test that people can do is how how far can you run or walk or you know I don't want anybody to go out and kill themselves, but right. um, how far can you you go before you're and how fast how far and fast can you go before you get out of breath? Mm. Is um, there a is there a marker we should be looking for? Well, um, if you're exercising, what they say is to take your 220, the number 220, minus your age, and then that is, there's a range mm-hmm. uh, between 60 and 80 percent of that number. Um, so if somebody's 20 years old, um, their number would be 200. 60 to 80% of that is like their target range when they're exercising. I gotcha. If you're in a situation where you walk up one flight of stairs and you're reaching that, there's mm-hmm. some problems. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, but however, you want to be reaching that on a regular basis mm-hmm. when you exercise. Yeah. Another test that people can do is how long can you go without eating? Really? Yeah. Like fasting. Sure. If you can't fast for, 24 hours, mm-hmm. um, that is your body saying, I can't handle not having food. In other words, I can't, I, I don't have the ability to pull from my reserves. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I do. Um, and again, it, say somebody's in a situation where they have sugar handling problems or diabetes, I don't want them to go out and fast, you know, for 24 hours. That wouldn't be a good thing because sure. they, that their blood sugar might drop too low. Right. Um, and we don't want that, you mm-hmm. know, so, so be cautious with anything we talk about on the, on the podcast here for sure. Um, but those are a couple of tests that people can do. Okay. Um, and then we, if you take your blood, you know, usually the, the results from your standard doctor looking at it are, are pretty broad. You got to be really pretty sick before you're outside the range. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so we do functional analysis on the on the blood test to find out how the body's functioning and not just are they are they so bad they need a drug to right. deal with their health problem yet. Right. So so it's not just a matter of fat versus thin or oh, no. old versus young. It, it really is a spectrum of things that make up the picture of one's health. Yeah, and I I hate to make it too complicated, but but basically yeah, you, you need to be challenging your body on a regular basis and see if it's up to the challenge, mm-hmm. not only from exercise, but lack of food, you know, or, or like I'm, I'm eating a big meal. I, mm-hmm. I want to eat this large meal and it's, it's, uh, hopefully a healthy meal, yeah. but my gut can handle that mm-hmm. as well, you mm-hmm. know? Okay. So. Okay. Well, isn't, when we t- look at the American diet, I mean, we 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 have a lot of uh, choices that we can make, and, and and hallelujah, that is right, right. It's yes. just a sign of of our society and and the the level of blessing that our society uh, gets to enjoy. Isn't the typical American diet generally pretty healthy? Uh, no, it's, it's really not. Um, man, okay. sorry. <laughs> you, that's, this is going to be tough. I'm, I may need to start taking notes for when I go home to my wife tonight, but go ahead and explain what you feel about that. Um, the, one of the, one of the big problems is our reliance on grains and mm-hmm. grain based foods. Mm-hmm. And when I say that bread, pasta, cereal, tortillas, chips, um, anything made from a grain Grains have an abundance of omega-6 fatty acids. Okay. 
and omega-6 fatty acids create inflammation in the body. Hmm. Now, the normal ratio in a, in a healthy individual, and they've done studies on this, uh, is one omega-3. And, and the people listening may have heard of omega-3s like from fish, yeah. fish oil, yeah. um, to every one omega-6, which is a, usually a grain-based mm-hmm. uh, fatty acid. Um, so you have about a one-to-one ratio. Some studies say one-to-four, but around in there. Wow. Um, the average American is like one to 20 to 24. So mm. we've got like 25 to 20 times more omega-6s in our bodies than we should have. Wow. And that all cascades down to this inflammatory process. Mm-hmm. And then it's not like, oh, you know, I I – hit my finger with a hammer and now it's inflamed. Mm-hmm. It's a broad inflammation all over the body. Okay. So if the inflammation, and it usually will settle in an area that's like a weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, if the inflammation inflames the lining of your arteries, then that lining becomes a better place for fats from your blood to deposit. Oh, so they've actually linked these fats from grains to heart disease. Wow. If it inflames your joints, because maybe you had an injury to your to your joints back in the day, mm-hmm. sports or a car accident or whatever, it will make it more likely that you'll get arthritis in that joint because arthritis is an inflammatory process. That's interesting. Wow. Um, they have related it to brain health. Mm-hmm. If you have too many omega-6 fatty acids in your blood, mm-hmm. you'll be more likely to get Alzheimer's, more likely to get Parkinson's, more likely to get dementia of some type. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it just, they've related it to practically every inflammatory situation and it it's the stuff that kills most americans wow so, so is this the kind of inflammation that uh results from conditions like fibromyalgia and what and whatnot or is that something different it it's definitely a contributing factor to that okay oftentimes fibromyalgia has some other factors that are piled on top of that okay. as well yeah. um sometimes there's uh, like a a low-level fungal infection in the body. Oh wow! Um, I've that's what I've found. I've mm-hmm. also found parasite infections in the body with fibromyalgia, which is is really a problem because that creates its level of inflammation. Mm-hmm. This in, infection does, sure. and then you, if you eat a diet that's poor, mm-hmm. like the standard American diet, so rich in these these inflammatory omega sixes, um, it's like a double whammy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, this is why some people with fibromyalgia, it depends on the person, but some go out and they walk around the block and they come back and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm dying, mm-hmm. you know, and think of you go out and exercise a little bit. Well, that's going to create a little bit of inflammation. Sure. And you're, you're teetering on the edge of this inflammatory process that's out of control. And then you add a little bit of exercise to it and it just kills you mm-hmm. is why people with fibromyalgia sometimes are in a situation okay. where they're like, I'm not exercising. It kills me when I do it. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, so what are the potential benefits of opting for a diet that excludes these processed foods, fast foods, what would that do for us? Oh, man, the benefits are legion. I can't tell you how much better I feel now that I'm on a diet like that. I, I eat a pretty strict, I'm not going to say real strict, but I eat a pretty strict, what they call paleolithic diet. Mm-hmm. And a paleolithic diet is basically like a caveman diet. So cavemen didn't do any farming. Mm-hmm. So there was no um, grains to speak of. You know, they might've had some if they got lucky, Mm -hmm. you know, but not enough to make their, their blood ratio out of whack. Um, 
So what you avoid is all that inflammation. So what you avoid is the disease processes that come along with that inflammation, such as heart disease, Alzheimer's, uh, diabetes. They've linked diabetes to that. Wow. Um, and those are ones that can uh, cancer. They link cancer to it. Those are ones that can kill you. But then there's all the stuff that just makes life miserable. Pain, inflammation, fibromyalgia, mm -hmm. those things that aren't going to kill you, but you wish you were dead. Yeah, right, you know? right. I know my my mother and my brother both struggle with fibromyalgia. It's not something I deal with. Uh, but then my mom is now in second stages of dementia. And I think about her diet growing up. Uh -huh. And I'm sure it was a lot of those omega-6 grains that you're talking about because she wasn't a veggie eater either. Uh, yeah. She taught me to not be a veggie eater, but everything was, had to do with breads and starches and that pasta. Sort of, yes. And you know, you can't blame the food manufacturers because these the farmers are so good at their job. Mm -hmm. These grains are so inexpensive and they've figured out how to make them shelf stable. So they'll, you know, you, you buy a, a box of cereal and three months later, it tastes pretty much the same yeah. as, as it did. You might need ago. to break it up a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know, it's not that, not that much different Right, where you go. And then, so it's real easy and cheap and, and, the food manufacturers don't have to worry about refrigeration. They can just set it on the shelf. And if it, if it sells this week, great. If it sells a month from now, no problem. It wow. doesn't matter. Um, whereas vegetables, you know, oh, well that vegetable, if, if that doesn't sell in, in a week and a half, mm -hmm. they're throwing it out and losing mm -hmm. money. Right. And this is part of the reason why it's so much more expensive to eat well mm -hmm. as well is these these vegetables and, and that sort of thing have a shelf life, which is what they should have. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you're putting it in your body and it doesn't ever spoil, that's saying something. That is. Yeah. I watched a demonstration once uh, about someone who left a McDonald's hamburger out on a shelf for months. Oh, yeah. And, and it, it won't go bad. It won't go bad. And bugs don't eat it? No. Well, well you know, <laughs> but we will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of scary. It, it really is. is. It and is. We're it, consuming that stuff on a regular basis. Oh, my oh. goodness. that That's wild. Um, So if someone does get off of that stuff, what kind of benefits are we talking about? What are they? They're going to feel more energy, I guess. Oh. What else? You know, that that is a big one that people notice pretty quickly depending mm -hmm. on the person um like losing weight is is a big one um and then if you're you i talked about fasting right. earlier if you throw fasting in with diet changes oh man you're talking serious weight loss okay because your body you're training your body mm -hmm. to call in its reserves that's what it is. Okay. I just thought it was a medieval torture uh, device. <laughs> you're, not uh, no, you're right. I mean, I, I did some, uh, some intermittent fasting where I would, yes. uh, you know, fast for 16 hours and then open a window of eight hours to eat. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a great, they've done tons of studies on that's really good for you. Yeah. Cause you're training your body. Hey, you're not, I'm not giving you food all the time. Mm. Like, like we usually do yeah. in our day, you know, we sleep for eight, but feed all the rest. Wow. Um, and if you're in a situation where you change your diet, you avoid all this stuff. Mm -hmm. You Your likelihood for heart disease goes way down, diabetes, stroke, 
cancer, that stuff just plummets. Yeah. It really does. Well, and you had mentioned something earlier I'd love to share with the audience. You said that some of these foods are actually engineered to be a bit addictive as well, right? Why don't you speak to that so our audience can hear that? I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, there's a really fascinating book out that is called The Hacking of the American Mind and uh, by by, uh, Dr. Lustig um, and he talks about how they actually go through the food manufacturers, particularly these sweet and savory foods mm-hmm. like like chips and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But they go through uh, testing and they'll test uh, on a, a audience of people that they choose and and find out exactly the amount of sugar they should put in to make it the most likely that they're going to eat more of it. That's so strange. And they do the same thing with savory foods like chips and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. How much salt can we add to this to make it so that the people will be more likely to, you know, keep eating this stuff. Right. And, you know, again, you can't blame them. They want to make more money. Sure. Um, and that sort of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that, but we don't have to participate. Sure. Right. You know? And, and it's tough because, that's actually the definition of addictive mm-hmm. is you can't stop. Right. So is um, the is the problem a lack of education or is it uh, a lack of awareness? What, what do you think? Uh, because obviously the food manufacturers are doing this for a reason. It works. Sure. So why why does that behavior work, do you think? Well, we're, we are genetically programmed that way. Okay. Uh, I mean, back, this goes back to the Paleolithic diet mm-hmm. that I told, told you about. Back in caveman days, there was a serious risk of you dying from starvation. Sure. You know? Right. I mean, it, food was not readily available like mm-hmm. it is now. We, you know, we honestly, we can walk less than a half mile from here and eat extremely well. Right. You know? Right. Um, but back Back in the day, we evolved into this process where if we ran across foods that gave us lots of calories, we ate them. Mm-hmm. And our bodies told us through the use of hormones, dopamine and other hormones, hey, eat more of this stuff mm-hmm. because you're going to, and you know, this is the thought process, you're going to be more likely to survive the winter mm-hmm. if you if you put on some pounds. Mm-hmm. And great, you know, I'm, I, ran across an apple tree and I'm hanging out till there ain't no more apples on the tree. <laughs> That's it. You know, and, and my family's eating them all and I'm eating them all. Yeah. And then we, we kill an animal and those fatty cuts of meat, um, those fat has a lot of calories in it. Mm-hmm. And those things are programmed in our genetically programmed in our body to taste really good because they provide us with life sustaining calories that we used mm-hmm. to need to make it through the winter. Mm-hmm. Now these days we don't have that problem. Right. And but food manufacturers have found, hey, if we had more sugar or more salt or more MSG or whatever other flavoring, we can make it so these people can not only eat just one. You that's, know that's that's incredible. I, I mean I get it. That makes a lot of sense. Um Wow. So interesting. I feel like I could talk to you all day. Um, let, let's let's switch the subject just a little bit because I, I've heard the saying lately, and um, I, I guess I, I, maybe it's a saying amongst healthcare professionals as well, but that sitting is the new smoking. Now, oh, I yeah. grew up in, in a generation where it seemed like smoking was everywhere, and now we've seen it somewhat eradicated to, to a large extent, right? Yes. So sitting, the new smoking? Well... 
it's not as bad as smoking. Okay. Okay. But, but sitting is really not very good for you. Okay. Um, you're, we're made to move as, as human beings, we are made to go out and motion helps return blood Mm. uh, from our legs and, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And if, if we're in a situation where our lives are pretty, pretty static Mm -hmm. all the time, um, and it's gotten worse since, you know, everybody's in front of a computer. It just, that's how, how business is. That's how life is. Sure. And it's, it's worse now because we're actually all in front of a computer all day because we have one in our hand. We do. And we tend to slump over and, and be in a situation where we lose our posture. Mm-hmm. But if we're not using muscles on a regular basis, we're not burning nearly as much. Our brains burn a lot of calories, but mm-hmm. for a second, second in line is muscle. Um, if we wow. aren't adding muscle, then we're in a situation where we're not burning nearly as much calories, uh, way down on, on the list of, of calorie burning tissues in the body are things like, well, practically everything else, anything that's not muscle or, or nervous system Mm -hmm. is just doesn't require all that much. Right. So if we're not using our muscles and obviously most people use their brain on a regular basis at work and that sort of thing. Hopefully Um, some I worry about more than others. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're not using your muscles, moving around, you're Mm -hmm. not keeping things circulating and man, it can be a real problem because Mm -hmm. they've linked these sedentary lifestyle to things like heart disease, Mm -hmm. to cancer even. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you throw a bad diet in on top of that, which is real common, because what do you do? You're sitting there snacking when you're sitting around, Yeah, you know, it just really, and that's why they consider uh, sitting the new smoking. I get it. I get it. Okay. So I would imagine uh, that we have members of our audience right now who are sitting out there saying, okay, you've told me that sitting isn't the best thing for me. You've told me that food manufacturers are actually working against me and not with me. So Sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, right. it, it creates a bit of an ominous picture. Um, so go ahead and provide us with some practical tips or suggestions that you know of for people who want to break free from that standard American diet and adopt some healthier habits. So that's a that's that's the key. That's the bottom line, you know, and we're all a product of our habits that mm-hmm. we do over and over and over again. So it depends on how aggressive you want to be, but I tell people start eating vegetables. Mm. If I can't change anything, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to change eating bread. I, I want to keep my sedentary lifestyle. Start eating vegetables. It's a it's a low bar. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, corn is not a vegetable. It's actually a a grain. You are breaking my heart with this because it's the only vegetable that I like. So, um, and I mentioned this to you before the recording that I I know that I'm not alone in really not enjoying the taste of vegetables, but you mentioned there are some ways to make them taste better. Oh man. Yeah. And it's the number one thing I tell people to start doing is start eating some vegetables. Um, so it depends on what you'd like. Mm-hmm. Like I like savory flavors. Mm-hmm. So uh, like I was using the example earlier of Brussels sprouts. My mother used to boil Brussels sprouts and it was, Oh my gosh, just <laughs> disgusting. They're really they're good. slimy yeah. and they're nasty and it's 
boiled. Yeah. And then and the, that's the word boiled. Everything when it comes to cooking vegetables seems to be boiled. Yeah. And yeah. I don't boil anything, but maybe eggs sometimes. Right. So like, right. Why are we boiling our vegetables? Well, thank you. It is <laughs> horrible for the nutritional content because it boils the nutrition out and then oh. you throw the nutrition out away with the water. Oh yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. No. So like Brussels sprouts, as an example, um, cut them in half and then put the, the leafy side up mm -hmm. on a baking sheet and then put what you like on it. Hmm. I like salt, pepper, olive oil. Love that olive oil. My wife has this balsamic reduction that, mm. um, at, and they have some of those that are savory and they have some that are sweet. Okay. Like they have a fig balsamic reduction that is just delicious over Brussels sprouts. Wow. Oh my gosh. And then, so add what you like. Um, you know, there's some flavorings that aren't great for you that have MSG in them or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, but, um, Mrs. Dash or whatever, put this on there liberally, what, whatever you like, and then stick it in the oven and roast it until the, the outer leaves just get to be turning dark. Oh my goodness. Uh, this dark. Great. Oh, it really is. Try the balsamic. I'm it gonna is, have to. it is delicious. Where would you get a balsamic reduction? Is that like in a sa salad dressing aisle or something like right, that? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. They have regular balsamic vinegar. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. It's fine. Um, but <clears throat> they'll make a, a balsamic out of like a lot of different things. Figs mm -hmm. are one that is common. And uh, I don't know how they make a balsamic reduction, but I know it sure tastes good. Well, it sounds um, real fancy it, too. <laughs> some, I think it, they take it and they, they boil it down or dehydrate it down somehow. Mm -hmm. And it, it maintains the flavor. So it's it's more flavorful than regular mm -hmm. balsamic. Okay. Um, and then it, it won't... Uh, make the food soggy okay. either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can do the same thing with carrots. Um, I don't tend to put the balsamic on those because carrots are already pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. um, my wife will roast uh, uh, peppers, bell peppers. Mm -hmm. and, and Wow, I bet that's good. Oh, yeah. That's really, really mm -hmm. good. It really is. Mm. Um, you know, and if you are in a situation where you um, say you don't want to roast them, you can uh, – Saute them. Mm -hmm. uh, just like when you go out for Mexican, mm -hmm. they have the sauteed uh, vegetables with fajitas. Mm -hmm. You know, that same sort of thing. They probably are using a grain oil at a Mexican restaurant mm -hmm. that's not great for you. But at home, you can use olive oil. Uh, olive oil is actually an omega-9, which mm -hmm. we haven't talked about yet. Mm -hmm. But an omega-9 is fine. Mm -hmm. They're fine for you. They don't create inflammation. Um, uh Olive, avocado, and coconut are all omega nines. Okay, and they're they're great for cooking. Hmm. Um, olive, uh, olive oil. If you get it too hot, it'll tend to burn. But mm -hmm. coconut and avocado oil won't. Is um, that right? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're less prone to burning. Okay, because that's my frustration. We we thought we were making a healthy choice by switching from vegetable oil to um, olive oil. Yes, but I've learned that when I cook with olive oil, if I turn it above medium heat. It, it, it starts, starts to turning color. And, yeah, yeah. It changes colors, but yeah. I wouldn't get that with coconut or avocado oil. Not as much, not okay. nearly. No, it, it has a way higher okay. burning temperature. Yeah. 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 Whatever yeah. that threshold is. Right. Okay. Right. That makes sense. Now, coconut oil, you got to, some coconut oils have the coconut flavor in them still. Mm -hmm. So you got to watch that. Some okay. of them don't. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't tell you a brand right, right sure, off, but, sure. but, uh, Anyway, so well, that's some avocado oil. Some of them are, are lighter than others. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you just kind of play around with it. But okay. those tend to be better for you for sure than than things like corn oil, soybean oil, canola sure. oil. So, those kind of oils yeah. are all grain-based oils. 
so interesting. Wow. So um, I've noticed just in my life, and and I'm I'm a fairly large guy. People who know me know that. Um, but uh, I've noticed in times in my life when I've chosen to make healthier choices, uh, and the result has been losing weight, having more energy, and all that good stuff. It really seems to be just as important, not, not just what I'm eating or taking into my body, but just the intentionality mindset of I'm going to do something or I'm going to be accountable to myself or someone else for my food choices. Uh, that seems to be a great big deal as well. Um, how can making those conscious choices about our diet and lifestyle positively impact our physical health journey? Oh, well, hopefully you're building on those, those choices. Mm -hmm. So, and, and what you said, accountability, mm -hmm. if you have a spouse who's helpful, sure. you know, in that way, or somebody else who wants to lose weight, a friend that you're on board with, mm -hmm. you know, that just makes a huge, huge difference. Another thing that I have found that, and this is for goals in general, not just like weight loss or something mm -hmm. like that, or just eating healthy, but having a vision board. Oh yeah. Um, having a vision board up in your house. So you're constantly reminded of what you're going to get out of your changes. Oh wow. That's so good. And if you're in a situation where you're reminded on a regular basis and then you start to see hey, this is making me feel better. Mm -hmm. I am losing a little bit of weight. This is what I want to look like when I'm done. And I know other people have done the same thing. You're going to be, and then I'm accountable to somebody as well. We're, mm -hmm. we're working together on this. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to be far further ahead. It's, it, these kind of things are tough. They, they really, really are. are. Yeah. Because like we talked about, food manufacturers don't make it easy on mm -hmm. us. Um, I had a, a lady who came to me I don't know, six months ago, she was having problems with her diet really bad. She wanted to lose some weight and she was having anxiety issues mm -hmm. and saw her once. And then I hadn't seen her for, well, about six months. Doggone. And then uh, her mom calls and she said, yeah, she's really going downhill a bunch. She never did any of the stuff that I said. And her mom actually had to move in with her. Mm. And uh, so she brought her back in and, and basically we found the same stuff, but a little bit worse. And mm -hmm. Um, her mom was very on board and, and I know she's going to make the changes now. I, at least I hope she is. I need sure. to check back in with her and, and, and see, but accountability is, is huge. Okay. Well, and you just mentioned another a word in, um, not just accountability, but, um, Oh goodness. The word just slipped my mind. Anyway, what I was, where I was going with that is as far as making these healthy choices, it would seem that, Oh, Anxiety. That's oh, the other A word. Yes. That's getting a lot of attention regardless of who you talk to. Um, what does healthier choices and making conscious choices about your health do to your mental well-being? I would imagine oh, it would have to be great. Oh, my gosh. It is huge, huge, huge. I can't tell you. We talked about omega-6s. Right. Omega-6s and, and 3s and 9s. Mm -hmm all make up the cell wall or the cell membrane. And that is where communication happens in the brain is at the membrane wow. between two cells. So if you're, say your, your one cell is kicking out serotonin that is supposed to be like, 
oh, I'm happy, I'm content, I'm sleepy, I'm satisfied, these good feelings, mm-hmm. but the other cell can't find it, can't see it, it's blind to it because it has too many omega-6s in the cell membrane, mm. then that serotonin can't attach so you don't feel happy, satisfied. Wow. Um, and so you get anxiety. Right. So just the fact of taking omega-3 fatty acids, which I re- recommend everybody do because they're so lacking in our diet, mm-hmm. that can have a dramatic effect on brain health. Okay. It really can. And then it helps your heart. It helps your joints. It helps It helps yeah. everything. It helps your skin. It helps everything. And so I've heard somebody say that, like it helps your brain. But what you're telling, what I'm hearing you say, and this is very interesting to me, um, what I'm hearing you say is it really facilitates communication with that cell wall. Absolutely. Okay. Because wow. the cell is the the wall is more able to receive the neurotransmitters yeah. that are for communication. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's that's it's really a, cool. It's amazing. That blows how, my mind a little how bit. How much it all works together. Yeah. It really is. And wow. when when one but when one thing gets out of whack, everything else kind of does too. Sure. You know. That but makes the sense. good thing, the awesome thing about natural health care that's not the same as drugs. Drugs you take and usually they'll help one thing. Sure. Um, when you take like omega threes, it, it helps everything. Mm. It helps diabetes. It helps heart disease. It helps your joints. You, it helps your brain and you kind of almost roll uphill, Mm -hmm. um, when, because, oh, I'm taking these and then I'm going to take some vitamins and now I'm going to eat better and then I'm going to exercise. And it just, it all cascades upward or improved health instead of falling off a cliff mm-hmm. like a lot of people do with their health. Wow. Uh, we're at the end of this interview and my brain's popping with all of these different ideas. So we're going to have to have you back because this is just too interesting. Well, for I would it love to, be to a come one-timer. back. Yeah. So, so what are some final thoughts that you have for our listeners today uh, that you can, that, that, that you, we can finish off this podcast with something they can really use? Oh, you know, you can do it. Mm. You, you know, and Oh, let's say uh, it's too hard. And well, Try again. That's mm-hmm. okay. You know, I fell off the wagon. Well, you know, it's that's okay. Yeah. Tr- let's try it again. Or something. pick something you can do. Uh, you know, I can change this part of my diet. I don't want to give up bread, but I'm going to start eating vegetables. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play around in the kitchen with vegetables and mm. see what I like. Yeah. You know, just start really easy and, and fun. Um, and doing, doing some research, like you, you talked about, uh, you used to do intermittent fasting. Yes. Um, you know, you probably arrived at that based on some kind of research. Yeah. 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 I had a I had a buddy of mine who had went from 260 pounds down to about 175. And, wow. And that's what he did was uh-huh. intermittent fasting. And, and I mean, he was very meticulous with his carbohydrate intake. He set a mark that uh, he and his doctor felt was appropriate for him. But I mean, it was rapid weight loss. Uh-huh. Within about eight months, he lost nearly 100 pounds. It yeah. was pretty incredible. Yeah. So, you know, make it fun on yourself and and do what you can do and then build on it. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Sounds great. Dr. Masters, tell us about your clinic. I know you've got something very special going on this week. And if you're listening and watching the YouTube version of this, you're going to get this just before the event. Otherwise, the audio version, the event will have already happened. But for those that are streaming on YouTube and for the benefit of those listening, go ahead and tell us about your clinic and then what's going on this week. Yeah, we're Arkansas Physical Health and Rehab. Uh, we're just north of the Northwest Arkansas Mall near um, Golden Corral. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, we do chiropractic and acupuncture and nutrition and everything else. 
having a chamber of commerce event mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday night. Mm. Um, and it's, it's a, something we've hosted in the past and, and anybody that uh, is in business can come and it's, it's a business event. Okay. Um, but it's a lot of fun. We're going to have hors d'oeuvres and, and it's an evening event. So we're going to have some beverages and, and uh, we just got done with, uh, a big event. It's a yearly event at our office called Don't Gamble With Your Health Week. Okay. Um, so we're going to actually keep our roulette wheel out and do a little bit of uh, gambling at oh, the event. Cool. It's going to be kind of fun. Yeah. 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 Well, so, I plan on attending the event. I'm, I'm looking well, forward we, to that. We that look sounds forward like to seeing fun. you there for sure. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. If, uh, if somebody wants to learn more about Arkansas Physical Health and Rehab, but should they go online? Is it on social media? How, how can we learn more about your clinic? We're on Facebook okay. and we have a website, aphrwellness.com. Okay. Um, and then if you'd like, we offer, if you have a health problem that is bothering you that you can't seem to get a hold of, uh, we offer free consultation at the office. Um, our uh, telephone number here in Northwest Arkansas is 479-443-0800. Okay. Um, so, and we're kind of central to Fayetteville and Springdale. Excellent. Excellent. And for those of you that are watching along, we'll make sure that when we button up this episode, we put your uh, links to your socials and your phone number as well. So if somebody wants to give a call, they can learn more about what you're doing. Dr. Masters, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you this week. I, uh, or this, this, this afternoon, (laughs) it feels like a week. I spent the week in (laughs) Georgia last week and I'm feeling a little jet lag this week. So please excuse me, but it's, it's just been an absolute blast. I look forward to more conversations with you and uh, just want to thank you so much for your time today. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it has been. And uh, just wait till our listeners get a hold of this and, and, and really just start um, uh, just just getting some nutrients from it, because this is this was really good discussion. Folks, those of you who tuned in today to listen to Northwest Arkansas Business Radio, you got a treat. This is Dr. Blair Masters with Arkansas Physical Health and Rehab. If uh, you're a part of a business and you want to stop by this chamber event on Thursday night, June the 22nd, I believe it's from what, 4 to 7? Is that right? 4.30 to 6, I believe. 4.30 to 6. Okay. So, um it's it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't wait too late to go. And uh, Shannon's going to get on to us for not knowing exactly yes, what time that will, was. Yeah. But that's all right. She's she's a great person. Um, just just make sure that you, you're doing something right. We have one life to live and, it, and every single choice that we make about what we put into our body and what we do with our bodies are so important. And so uh, for Dr. Masters and everyone else at Northwest Arkansas Physical Health and Rehab. Did I say that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're Arkansas Physical to, Health and Rehab. There we go. Um, I'll edit that out. <laughs> On behalf of everyone at Arkansas Physical Health and Rehab, I want to thank you. My name is Adam Robison. This has been another episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio, and we will see you next time. 